Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Really, Riley? 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 <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, my beloveds. Welcome back to Really Riley. Thanks so much for coming around to my little corner of the world. But I always say I really like to keep it real. And in keeping it real, I did not know what the F I was going to do on this podcast today. I legit had a podcast block, like writer's block. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take to my trusty Instagram, do a story and ask you guys what you wanted to hear and do a little everything in the kitchen sink, you ask, I tell type of podcast. And I actually kind of like this because some of you guys asked some really cool stuff. So I'm just going to jump right into it and read some of the questions that you guys asked. One of them was uh, how to cope with breakups after infidelity. I'm not going to read the person's handles because I'm not sure if they want to keep private or whatever, but thank you guys for sending your questions. Um, How to cope with breakups after infidelity. This is a big one for me because I wasn't ever uh, openly cheated on like where they admit it, but the signs were just absolutely in my face. And full disclosure, this was somebody that I was going to marry at one point in my life. Not my fiance now. He's amazing. He would never stick it where it didn't belong and try to bring it back here. But for me, it was a sense of like... Not worthlessness. I don't want to say that inside of me, but it was a sense of self-discovery in the most painful way, if that makes any sense, because I knew this was happening. Like when he's coming home at three o'clock in the morning, when, you know, girls are just DMing me or at the time it was Facebook messaging me like, oh, I gave your marriage two years, da, 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 like, you know, you know, there's something up. And I, anytime I would question him on it, it was like, like the wrath of this jerk head. And I just knew, and I, I had to deal with that afterwards. And then also people are not the cleanest, you know what I mean? So I was like scared that I had something and whatever. And it was just really, really hard. But after that, it was like, okay, I'm going to rebuild what I really want and take nothing less. And that might sound super selfish and like, oh, who the hell do you think you are, Riley? Are you just a princess? Uh, my answer to that is absolutely yes, I am. Uh, because I think everybody's worth it and everybody should think that that about themselves. Like cheating is a non-negotiable for me nowadays. Like I told Marshall, like I said just a minute ago, if you stick that shit somewhere it doesn't belong, do not bring it back here if you still expect it to function properly. That's just my deal breaker, just for me. And I'm going to be kind of quick in these answers because I want to get a lot of them in. And of course, if you guys DM me at Riley Couture on Instagram, I will answer some more. Um, somebody else said, hey, I saw you follow a lot of motivational pages. What are your goals? That's a very broad question, but I talked about this a little bit more in the previous podcast that I did here on Really Riley about the anniversary of my anger. My goal for this year is to stop being super angry and because I have so many great things in my life right now. I also have a lot of things I need to be angry about. But hey, I get Botox to get rid of those wrinkles and I dye my hair red because I've got, you know, sparkly gray sprinkles in my hair. So I want to be happier in life. 
I mean, genuinely happy, not just going through the motions or happy because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. I don't want to be the highlight reel on Instagram. I want to be genuinely happy within myself and settled in all the great things that are happening around me. Um, another person said, uh, stress with wedding planning. That's funny that you should bring this up because now it's wedding year officially. You know, we were engaged. We've been engaged since July. So for a couple of months, you had like a grace period. We're like, oh, okay, we have time to just bask in the glory and have fun. And blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, oh, shit, things got real. And granted, in the scheme of wedding things, we're doing fine. We have our photographer. We have our reception venue. We still haven't had the front from the church yet. That's where it's stressing me out. We haven't done our engagement photos or saved the dates. That's stressing me out because my fiance had massive surgery and hasn't been able to walk and won't full on be able to walk until May. So this is going to be interesting figuring out these engagement photos. But in that, I am still trying to teach myself to enjoy the moment because the day is going to figure, you know, come out beautifully if I end up Mrs. W at the end. And I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Sounds like simple advice, but I'm giving myself that simple advice all the damn time because I don't want to ostracize my fiance for the next 10 months because I'm stressed out about wedding planning. So another one said, uh, advice on merging lives when getting married, engaged, moving in together, splitting bills, etc. So this is a little bit of a different switch for me, but I think a lot of couples are doing this right now. Like I'm 38 years old. I was 37 when I met Marshall and I had an entire life before him, if you know what I mean. I'm not saying my life was better or whatever than anyone else's. It's just I had a son. I had my own bank account. I made my own money. I had my own place. I had my own car. Like I hadn't depended on anyone at all. In the last six years, and even before that, I still always had my own money, but you know, the fiance and I merging lives, ex-fiance, sorry, merging lives 10 years ago was different for me than it was now. Then I was like, okay, yes, we're going to share everything. We're going to have the same bills. We're going to have the same bank account. Blah. No. So for me, I feel like Marshall and I are going to create a joint account where it's a joint savings together. We're both going to put equal amounts of money in it every month because right now that's what we're doing with the wedding expenses because we're paying for it ourselves. Every month we take a certain amount out of our each checks and then we put it into a pot for the wedding fund. And we would like to continue that after the wedding because it's like it's not found money because you're still working for it, but it's like, you know, a minimal amount that really does add up. I mean, we actually seamlessly work together. Like, you know, it's more like we've just, okay, one time you'll get dinner or one time I'll get the grocery bill. I'm just not comfortable with merging every single thing together. Like if we buy a house together, obviously we're going to split the bills. If we ever bought a car together, I'm just not into the whole, I have to explain to you my every purchase because if I want a fucking pair of shoes, I'm going to fucking buy those pair of shoes and I don't want to explain that to anybody. Now, I'm sure Marshall would never come at me and be like, oh yeah, what'd you do? What'd you buy here? Because that's just not the type of relationship we have. But I wouldn't want him looking at the bill and just wondering. Same with me, because I'd be nosy and look at what he was spending on, you know, gym stuff and computer stuff and all that. So I think that the hardest thing for me in merging of our things, because Marshall and I are about to move into his house that he bought years ago, uh, that freaks me out a little bit. Two reasons why. Because A, I've never lived with a man in their house. Men have moved in with me, but I've always had my own space to be like, well, if this doesn't work out, you can get the fuck out. Uh, Not that I think that that's going to happen with me and Marshall, but this is me moving into what was his space before. And not only just me, with my son and my dog, but... That's the learning curve of what marriage is. A lot of people, I mean, we live together now, but this is his space. 
So that'll be a little bit tricky, but I mean, we figure a lot of things out. So I figure we'll figure that out too. Um, Somebody asked about honeymoon ideas and trying again for a baby. Well, God willing, our honeymoon, we want it to be in Greece and I might possibly be getting some sort of settlement from an inheritance. So God willing, we get that money. We're going to get our dream trip to Greece. And I think that's just amazing because, you know, we weren't going to do an extravagant honeymoon at all because, yes, we are planning to have one more baby. Uh, If some of you guys follow this podcast and Over the Cane show, you know that... I had a miscarriage uh, this year in uh, late July, right after we got engaged. So that was really difficult, but we believe that our little miracle rainbow baby is coming and we're going to try for it. And that also might be a difficult journey for us because like I said before, I'm 38, but I feel like we're going to get our little miracle whatever way we need to, whether that's IVF or whether it's adoption or you know whatever it is that we need to do, we're going to do it because I would love to see a little baby Marshall Riley. Such a cute, we're going to go like, there's going to be a Puerto Rican Asian baby. Oh my God. I hope she looks like Marshall too, because he's a little cute little Marshall baby. Anyway, um, what are your favorite designers and why you like them and who is best priced? In all actuality, as much as I always talk about the big labels that I love, like Hermes and, you know, Louboutins and stuff like that. Like I'm not really too much of a label girl. Like I like small boutique things and I also am a Ross girl. Ross is my shit because I don't really care if there is a sweater that came from the department store that was two seasons ago. If it's cute, I want to wear it. And I feel some kind of way about spending money on expensive things that I feel like I can get the same feel in something way cheaper like denim. I don't spend a lot of money on denim. Like I literally go to Ross and I get a pair of jeans for $10 and sure they might fade and they don't last forever. But for 10 bucks, if I wear them 10 times, which I usually do, it's fine. Also, same thing with TJ Maxx. I'm a sucker for H&M because I like their basics and their separates. Um, I like Nasty Gal a lot if you're looking for something like trendy, but not super expensive. Uh, I shop a lot at Mercari, which you can get luxury items name brand for a lot cheaper. It's sort of like eBay, but more verified. It's like Poshmark as well. Not a huge, huge fan of Poshmark because I think certain things are a little overpriced, but I have gotten some good deals on them. Chanel, that's one of the high-end ones that I swear by, and I'm not talking about purses because that is legit my dream car. Not my dream car. You know how some people have a dream car? Well, I have a dream purse, and I would just completely get a Chanel quilted over-the-shoulder classic black bag. I mean, it would be my dream, but I'm not spending $5,000 in a purse when I have a wedding to plan, or really ever for that matter, I don't think. But with their skincare and their perfume, unmatched, I love it. I swear by it. I had a friend that worked at a Chanel counter years ago, and she would spoil me with all the little samples. And ever since then, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to spoil myself with that Chanel face wash that's $48, but here's the kicker. With that face wash, I'll have one thing of face wash for a good four, five, six months, depending on, you know, how much makeup I'm wearing throughout the weeks. You go and you buy, you know, a cheaper one from the drugstore, and you're buying once a month. So at eight, nine dollars, you do the math. I mean, like I said, other than that, I'm not a super, super expensive girl when it comes to stuff. Every once and again, I feel like it's necessary to buy like a good staple outfit. Like a lot of my wedding clothes, not my wedding dress, and I know that sounds super bougie, but like for my bridal shower or for the engagement photos or for, um, what else? The rehearsal dinner. Uh, House of CB has become one of my big favorites because it's like really good quality stuff. And I get a lot of that on Mercari. Like I don't buy that stuff retail. Um, oh, Polly is another good one that I recently discovered that has really cute stuff. If you get it on Mercari or eBay, it's not that expensive. It's also really not that expensive on their sites either. Um, somebody else asked how you met your fiance 
favorite foods and restaurants? Well, uh, I met my fiance because he liked a video of mine on Instagram. <laughs> and then I insta-stalked him, and I was really, really enamored by his tattoos. And <laughs> we started a DM conversation back and forth, and life went from there. So thank you to the gym and Instagram for making it possible for me to meet my person. Uh, favorite foods? I love anything cheese. Anything cheese. I never met a cheese I didn't like. Charcuterie boards are my shit, which sucks because I can't have any of that right now because we're actually on food prep. I, listen, I like to eat what I want to eat, but it is wedding year and I felt a little fluffy in the last couple of months. And I'm the person that if you want it, you go get it in whatever ways you need to do it. So when we have our cheat meals on Sunday, I am a sucker, sucker for Cuban food. I love sushi and pho. Ooh, wee, pho is so delicious. Um, Somebody else said, is there anything you wish you would come back into fashion? Oh, Okay. Um, not really because I'm the person that resists trends as much as I can. As much as I love to be into certain trends, there's some stuff like the scrunchie literally was like, no, like the big combat boots that are popular right now. I was like, I I liked it, but I was like, oh God, I don't want to spend all this money just to not wear them or wear them for a year. Like I am slow to get into things. I mean, and it's like the neon thing from the 80s is coming back. One thing I can tell you I don't want to come into fashion is like that 90s puffy paint type shirts or like the splatter shirts, which I'm seeing around a little bit. Like that's just taking it too far. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Uh, what would love to hear your healthy meals or snack ideas. So rice cakes have been my jam and they're really not as bad as you would think. Like a lot of people are just like, oh my God, you know, do, how do you eat that or whatever? Like once you train your palate to like healthier foods, it becomes a lot easier. And there's options like little substitutes. Like I'm the girl that if I want something, damn it, I want it. So I don't really love substitutes about things. But like I said, if you have a goal, you'll get there. I mean, if you have a goal and you want it with food, you'll find those ideas. Um, I'm really into a lot of things with salmon lately. Like I got this really good recipe off of Gwyneth Paltrow's site, actually, that is a maple, maple bait. No, I'm sorry. Maple cilantro sriracha salmon and the caloric intake. If I'm saying that right, I hope Marshall, if you're listening, I hope that I said that right. Uh, Marshall's my fiance and he has a degree in, in all things, health and fitness and training and all that stuff. Um, but the caloric intake of it is really not that bad and it's super easy to make. It takes like 20 15 minutes to prepare and like 20 minutes in the oven. Um, I actually posted that on my blog at caneshow.com a couple weeks ago if you want to check that out too. Let's see what else y'all had for me. There was actually a, a lot of good ones. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Sorry, I'm going through my my pictures through here that I took pictures of everything. Um, I did the designer one. Sorry, you guys. I'm doing this off the cuff. I told you that I like literally didn't <laughs> didn't have anything planned for today. I think that was pretty much it. Oh, one other person was just like, how do you know it was the one? I've said this many, many times. How did I know Marshall was the one? Uh, Because I have dated a lot of fucking toads. There's that. And I knew somebody could be the one in general when I knew I was the one for myself. That sounds so Pinterest quote-esque and cheesy, but I... Literally had to have a soul-searching moment with myself after months, maybe even years of just crying myself to sleep. And why, God, why can't I have my person? Because I wasn't ready. Because 
for me, I needed to work inwardly and ask Riley what she really wanted, what I really wanted for my son, what I wasn't ready to tolerate, what I was ready to tolerate, what I was able to give and wasn't able to give. And when I met Marshall, obviously the real, real time that I knew he was the one was the first day that he met Lyric. Because I get that that could be awkward. He was a 31-year-old man, young man, doesn't have any kids of his own. He has, you know, little cousins and a godson, but no children of his own that he would have to be around all the time. And leading up to meeting Lyric, he was like, not pushing me, but asking, inquisitive, and just letting me know that he really wanted to meet Lyric. And I said, well, babe, why? And he was like, because I know I can't have you without that. I was like... Ding. Okay. And the first time he ever met Lyric, uh, we went to Ripley's Believe It or Not because I wanted it to be a fun outing where, you know, it would just be fun for everybody. It wouldn't be just like this awkward meeting at my house or something. And he just took it right on and just played with him and was like trying to teach him and show him stuff and like took a real genuine interest in my kiddo. And obviously that's the, you know, the obvious, the first answer you would go to is how was he with your kid? But how I honestly, honestly knew that I was like, oh my God, like, I want you to be the one was on our second date. Bear with me here. We were watching, we on our second date, we went to the gun range and I thought that was super sexy. Cheesy, I know. But then afterwards we had some time. So we got sushi and he was on prep like we are now. So sushi wasn't on the menu, but he was like, please, I want you to eat. Go ahead. I'll just eat my lunch. And I thought that was adorable. But the most aww thing ever was when we were watching Bird Box and there's a scene, I forget what scene it was in the movie where like the kids are in trouble and like they're gonna, you know, the bad guy, whatever, the monsters or the the thing that they see that kills them or what have you was coming at the kids and I was like, no, 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 you know, the mom in me and I was like getting all like going under the covers and he took his hand and he covered my eyes and I was like, oh my God, like you're... A caring person. Like, I just knew in that moment that I I think I'd found something real. And it turned out I was right. So, yay! But that was really it for your guys' questions on Instagram. And, I, guys, I really actually enjoyed this one because I feel like I got to cover a lot of what is real and what is Riley on this one. And I really hope that some of that advice or some of those ideas helped you out because that's my absolute fave when I hear you guys go, you know, Riley, I really, you know, connected with this podcast or you what you said really made sense or, hey, I disagree with you, but I feel you there and thank you for being so raw and honest. It's legit why I even wanted to do this podcast is for more connection with y'all. So if you guys have any ideas or you have any other questions you want to answer, the DMs are always open. You can hit me up at Riley Couture. That's R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That is Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then Snapchat is at Radio Recon. Totally appreciate appreciate y'all for listening to Really Riley. I will chat with you next week.